Sorry about that. Why are you hanging up on me? I hit hang up and I hit, went to hit start the podcast and I hung up on you. Wow, Tony. <laughs> everyone it is the comic vine weekly podcast for the week beginning august 29 2016 i'm tony guerrero and joining me is matt elfring hey everybody uh <laughs> so yeah we're just talking about podcast situations because uh, they they've been remodeling the cbs building here and they did shut up siri they did the third floor last summer and then that's when we, all the games people in Comic Vine, we moved to the first floor because they did that first, I guess. And now they're doing the sixth floor, which is where the podcast studios. <laughs> I ran into someone that works up here. So I, I, I'm talking to her. I was like, hey, when are you kicking off the sixth floor? She's like, they already did. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm going. She's going to the fifth floor now. I'm like, she's like, are, are you on the fifth? I was like, no, I'm on the first, but I podcast on the sixth. And she's like, oh, everyone's gone. <laughs> so I get up here and there's like no one there like, stuff's getting taken down but the studio is still here the computer was off and i had to like i luckily i found headphones <laughs> so i'm like oh, maybe i'm You're not, not supposed, supposed to be up there <laughs> probably not it's probably like a hard hat they're gonna start like knocking down walls or something but <laughs> we're here now <laughs> uh, so breaking news big news supposedly is ben affleck tweeted out a short video about deathstroke yeah so everyone's freaking out. Well, like, what does this mean? Is, you know, is, is he, what would they, they still say punking us or trolling, uh, trolling looks, us? No, it looks like screen tests. Yeah. But according to what's his name, who's now, he's now writing at the rap. Where's his name? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? No. The, the El Mayabi. No. That, that dude. Anyways. So <laughs> they're saying, oh, this website is. As <coughs> you maybe start like choking. So they're saying exclusive Deathstroke will be the main villain in Ben Affleck's movie, Batman movie. That's weird. And I'm trying to see if there's any information. Yeah. Cause you know, everyone's ever, all the speculations like, it's like, well, it must be justice league. Cause that's the only thing filming now. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's nothing in, in this article. And you know, I, cause I, I thought that too. It's like, well, if Ben Affleck's, going to randomly tweet out something like reveal something it's like you know you i'm sure they would give him permission and all, all that but but a small part of me is like it's like would could it be batman and it's like we have no idea when batman's happening i don't mm-hmm. think and you know justice league's supposed to be with steppenwolf and it's it's like if deathstroke's going to be in there it's going to be like a, a tiny cameo most likely so to have deathstroke in a batman solo movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense but I, I would be okay with that. You yeah. Know, it's, you know, because who else is going to be Joker? You know, we've seen a million times. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Or Penguin or Riddler or Two-Face. Yeah, so I'm, I'm fine with seeing Batman go up against someone that we haven't already seen on the big screen. Even though Deathstroke's not necessarily a Batman villain. They have fought. Yeah. And I, I think because this is a more brutal Batman going up against Deathstroke could allow that or showcase that or whatever. Yeah. So that that's weird, but we'll see. So that's 
that's what supposedly that was all about. So, I mean, if it was a screen test and maybe you're saying, well, let's see. We got some cosplayer and some Deathstroke armor. Let's see how it looks. That's the thing. I, I wonder how Deathstroke will really look. If, you know, that's what it's going to look like. Or, mm-hmm. you know, just like with Apocalypse, you know, there's cosplayers that look better than Apocalypse did. So I'm sure there's cosplayers that will look better than Deathstroke will. But we'll see. Be positive, right? I'm always, always got to remain positive. Okay. Uh, as far as <clears throat> my throat, it, there's something in it. But uh, weekend box office. Do you see any movies this weekend? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did. Oh, yeah. We, we watched Now You See Me Too on digital because <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. Now You See Me Too. I don't even think I've seen Now You See Me 1. Well, they are popcorn flicks. They're not great, but they're fun to watch. Wait, who is that the, the magic one? Yeah, the okay, sequel he, just came out on like digital last week. Yeah, I've never seen the first one. I, I, I'm curious to see that. It's fun. And then I think Civil War is this Tuesday. Or is it The Conjuring 2? It's one of the two. Is this Tuesday. I don't know. You and your digital. Then you get no special features most of the time. Uh, I Well, I save like certain ones. Like Civil War 2, I'll probably buy it on DVD or Blu-ray. And I'm waiting for Popstar on Blu-ray because it will have a bunch of extras. But for the most part, I just go digital on everything. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Rebels comes out tomorrow. You season, already have season, it. Season two. Yeah, I got to. I still haven't finished the special features, which I got to watch those. Cause I had to f- watch the whole season because I I got behind. So it, it's good. I like it. It's um they're 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 pretty ambitious with with that show. So I like yeah. where they're going, and it, it's definitely improved from the first few episodes in the first season. It's it's gotten better. But the movie box office. So the top movie. Any guesses? Uh, don't breathe. Yep. That was the top movie, twenty six point one million. I called that back when we were doing the summer the summer movie thing over at GameSpot. I said like, well, I'm putting Don't Breathe in here. And I showed a, a trailer to a couple people. They're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, it's going to be huge. Well, it wasn't that huge. It was only twenty six. Well, huge for a late September yeah. film, I guess. See, I I didn't realize what it was from the trailer. I was like, it's like, oh, these poor kids are trapped in this this crazy. Oh no, line. they deserve it. Yeah, they're. Breaking into his house. So like, uh, the the original trailer, the first trailer is the best one. The the newest ones I don't like. It it, it paints it as a horror film. Mm-hmm. It is a horror film, but I mean it it's not traditional horror. It looks like I haven't seen it, so I'm just kind of judging based off stuff I've read about it. That first trailer is intense. It like it looks like a heist movie that takes a very wrong turn. Yeah. So it's like, well, you're okay. You you wanted to rob some guy's house, idiot. Because there was another horror movie coming up that like I lost my mind over. I know I'm kind of getting a little off topic. What what is it? Hold on, I got my list in front of me. I'm looking. There's a lot of good horror movies coming up. I just want to point that out. Okay, I don't. It's an, it's an Iranian horror film that I watched the trailer for, and I was like, oh my god, I need to see this. Hmm. Uh, the number two movie was Suicide Squad. So Don't Breathe was 26.1. Suicide Squad was 12.1 million. So it now has 282.9 million in US, 635.9 worldwide. So over 600 million. Kubo and the Two Strings was number three, 7.9. Sausage Party's down at number four with 7.7 million. And Mechanic Resurrection? Yep. <laughs> is number, wait, was it? One, two, three, four. Number five with 7.5 million. That was the opening weekend, right? 
No, I think that's the second week or maybe third. Yeah, because I don't remember. I, I didn't mention it last week. I think it came out this weekend. No way, really? Look it up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because it. I mean, it. I. It wasn't in last week's thing. I'm pretty sure. So I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen any of the mechanic movies. I maybe have seen, not. Maybe I've. I don't. Did I? No, because I'm, I'm thinking transporter. This is the same guy, right? Or is it? It's not the same character, no, it's not. but it's no, no, the no, same no. actor. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I meant. Yeah, no, it's not the same character, but it is the same actor, right? Yeah. Jason, what's his name? Statham? Statham? Statham, yeah. So I maybe I saw, I think I saw the first Transporter. I think there's been more than one of those, right? Maybe. Transporter, there were three movies. But they're all like the same. Transporter, the, Mechanic. The, the, the first two are great. The third one is a cluster F of garbage. It's your, your movie stuff, movie box office news. And what came out yesterday was a little weird. Because, so you mentioned, I think you mentioned, well, yeah, Civil War, where we were talking mm-hmm. about that. They're like releasing all the special features online. And I'm assuming right. they don't release all of it. It's like they're, they're condensed versions, like, you know, trimmed a little bit. Because, you know, like last week they released a gag reel for Civil War mm-hmm. and this and that. So... They released yesterday, came out uh, Civil Captain America Civil War Thor, so you could see what what Thor was doing during Civil War. Okay. Did you check that out? No, I haven't watched anything. Oh, you should should watch that, because uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty good. It's Chris Hemsworth, so you can find out what what was going on, what he was doing, why he wasn't in Civil War. So there you go. But they released it online, so it's like okay, here's all this stuff. It, it just it, it it baffles my mind because mm-hmm. you know that that right there, it's it's it was only like maybe three and a half minutes, mm-hmm. but but still that that it's good content and that's that'd be like a selling point. It's like hey, you like Chris Hemsworth? Who doesn't buy the Captain America Blu-ray and you can see what he was doing? I think everybody's moving away from Blu-ray though already. Yeah, but but still, it's it because if if they're not going to include it digitally. You know, they're they're just they're making this content and putting it out there for free. Well, iTunes does well. Well, some movies do. Like when I bought Star Wars on Google Play, I got all the special features. That's the only reason I bought. I also bought a physical copy because it's Star Wars. iTunes does special features for certain movies, but a lot of the movies I've been buying recently, I don't think have anything. And like I know, I just bought like a because I buy a couple movies a, a month on like Google Play. And I feel like I haven't gotten anything. Yeah, like Batman vs Superman had nothing. It just had the extended cut, hmm. which I think that's kind of BS. Yeah, yeah, it, it's weird. So you know, you, you get the advantage of getting the movie early, and then you know you don't have to worry about the clutter and all that. But mm-hmm. but then you're not getting all the, the stuff, and that that's a, a big part of it. I mean, and then there's some things like like the Ash versus Evil Dead didn't have a whole lot of special features. Mm-hmm. And but you know for that, for me having the show w- would be a big thing. Even though I think you can still watch it on on Stars on Demand, maybe. And like the commentary was great. You know, if if you've already watched the episodes a few times, you can you know hear them talk during it. Which I'm I'm not normally a big commentary person. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it really depends. But for for something like that, because with Ashford's Evil Dead, I have seen some episodes multiple times, and. Usually what I do is when I was writing it up, I'd watch it and then 
they would show it like right away, like right after again. So mm-hmm. I would just let it play as I was, you know, writing up, you know, fine tuning my, my write up or whatever. So I'd watch it a second time. And so, yeah, that's, that's, it's weird, but I, I, I get, I would love to go all digital, but uh, I, that is all the news that I have. Uh, I'll be honest, That's my news. <laughs> I don't know. Did not get a lot of sleep. There's much else. Uh, I did go to Heroes and Villains Fan Fest. Oh, on, how was that? On Saturday. It was okay. Uh, so it's basically, you know, it's, it's, it's more like a wizard world. You know, they're, they're, it's, it's about the celebrities there. And, you know, you so see, you can do the photo ops or autographs and, and, you know, some of them did some panels. It's like when we got there, Clark Gregg and Chloe Bennett were up on stage and it's weird because they do the panels in the hall. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not like it's in a separate panel room. So it's kind of cool in a way because, you know, when you're walking the floor, as soon as you're there, you can kind of hear it as you get closer to that end of, of the hall. And then they have like a big, you know, there's a stage and then there's like a big screen behind them so you can see them. And then, but, you know, you can still see them on the stage. And so it was, it was, it was really weird. And I guess that's how they did it last year. So, and, you know, it was funny. Then they, they had, I, I missed the, the Arrow or the, no, they had Legends of Tomorrow panel. And then there was a Flash one, which was weird because so they had iris they had eddie they had jay hunter zolomon whatever you want to call Mm -hmm. him now and um ronnie raymond so so i i saw someone post about it because um the guy that plays played eddie thon mentioned that in his contract when he first started it had him listed as jay garrick but then they, they switched it to Eddie Thon. Hmm. So I don't know if they had planned on making him Jay Garrick at some point and then they switched it right away or if, if that was maybe to throw people off. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, if we say it's Eddie Thon, we're going to think he's reverse flash, which everyone did. So, but then my, my daughter got to, got to meet Chloe Bennett. And so that, that was like super cool for her. Um, not a whole lot of cosplay though. So, well, I, I know we'll, we'll get a cosplay gallery up on GameSpot, and maybe I'll bring it over on Comic Vine too. Because I, I, I think I, I got maybe not even ten pictures. And then when I, because I, I ran into a couple of guys from GameSpot, I was like, I got this one. They're like, Oh yeah, we got them downstairs. I, I got this one. Yeah, we got that one. So, I think we took pictures of the same people. Uh, I don't think there's any really other news. Since we covered some news on Friday on the Supermassive. So I guess we'll get into this week's comics. Did you get a All chance right. to read? Well, I got a chance to read some. Okay. Marvel DC. Never heard of that book. Which one do you want first? We always go DC first. So that's that's alphabetical. Well, if we do that, is there like Aardvark Entertainment or something? Yeah, there is, but we don't read that. Well, there's also like Dark Horse prior to that, but... Uh, it's, I, Detective Comics. Let's start with that. I know you love this book. I'm just very okay with it. Oh boy, <laughs> I like the team aspect. Uh, continuing, I I love how this series thus far has been really building with Kate and Batman's relationship and Kate's relationship with her father, and there there's a lot of relationship building just in general, which I'm really enjoying. But I'm just not 
super gung ho on this series. It's great. It's just not my cup of tea. I think. Mm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, one, I, I think the main thing is that it's it's not just another Batman book. Yeah, it, it has its own voice, which is great. Because it, and it it's it's very unlike Batman to works with so many other people. You know, yeah, he'll have a sidekick or whatever, but it, it it's weird to see him with a, you know just a, a team basically. Yeah, you know, yeah, and there's a Justice League, but that's that's different. So I like this, and then. I've mentioned that the pacing of it, how the twist came so quickly and, you know, we see really what's, what the colony is all about and what that means. And, and it's, it's just, it's fast paced. So this is a book where I think the, the two weeks, the twice a month really works because yeah. it, it really like pumps up that, that, that pacing and it makes it feel more, more frantic, which is, it, it's, it's cool. So I'm, I'm digging it. And then, uh, yeah, some crazy things happen here. So, Tim makes a crazy decision and we'll have to see what happens. So, and, and I, I just like that, you know, we, we have a focus on, on Tim Drake, even though he, yeah, he was in teen Titans and we got spoiler here. We got, got Cassandra Kane. So, you know, we're, we're getting to see all these characters really shine and, and James Tynan loves these characters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that they're going to be treated well. Yeah. So that's good. Action comics. I'm glad this story's over, but at the same time, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. Um, so I've not been the greatest fan of the Doomsday storyline. I think it's, uh, I feel like it's just retreading too much ground. Yeah. However, I really like how this ended. I don't really want to give anything away, but I don't think this is spoiler section worthy. It is everything that happens here is leading up to something bigger and an upcoming storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's great about action comics compared to Superman is that this book is a little bit more about family than anything else with uh, Lois Lane and Superman's son, John kind of developing powers, which we don't get too much of here. Oh yeah. I, uh, I thought you were, I thought you were saying this was more about family. I was gonna say, well, today Superman's more of a family. Yeah. So yeah, this is more action. Yeah. Well, and- no, no, no. I think action comics is, is well, I'm confusing Maybe. myself, I think. No, because I feel like this issue was a lot more about family than Superman. Well, I got to read Superman again. Uh, maybe I'm com- maybe I'm combining both those books you because be. they're so... They're both kind of... I mean, They're it, similar. It, they're both it's like, it's like, oh, you know, Lois and John, they're in danger. You got to protect them. You know, something's happening. I got to fight this. And so... But yeah, I, I agree to Doomsday. One, it's weird. It's like, okay, this has all happened. And, mm-hmm. and you know... So you do get the elements where Superman's like, I've already done this. I know how dangerous this is. So I know I have to try to do things differently. So there's that advantage to it. But again, it's like Superman versus Doomsday again. And it wouldn't be so bad if we didn't, if Doomsday didn't keep popping up pre-Flashpoint. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't even know how many times he's he's come back. So you have all that. It, it feels like it's it's been going on because of the twice a month schedule. So this is a little different. We have all these little teases going on. It's like, who is Clark Kent? What's going on with Lex Luthor? This and that. So all these these little teases just feel like we keep getting teased and nothing's really happening with those. And I, I know that's going to come up. I think like next we're going to find out more about this Clark Kent, you know, whoever that Clark Kent is. And then there's a mysterious Mr. Oz that's, you know, keeps watching like a, a creep. So I, I'm glad that this story is, is over We'll have to see where yeah. it goes from here. So I, I, but I am really 
curious about this. I, I am enjoying, um, you know, where, where this is headed and, and just, just like what's going on, but it just, it needs a little more. Okay. What else? Uh, blue beetle. What'd you think of that? I'm a little, I'm a little down the middle on this. Cause I was really excited for Hami to be back. And that he, the fact that he's working with Ted cord is kind of like, it's cool. It's different. It's awesome. Like yeah. I'm, I'm super pumped about that. Cause I loved it. I used to love Ted cord. This is a, but that's fine. The thing that was kind of a uh, something that kind of struck me the wrong way with the whole issue was the fact that the the scarab they're trying. I feel like they're trying to retcon what the scarab is quite a bit. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tony? Wait, wait say that again. They're trying to like retcon the scarab. Yeah. Which I'm not. It's not a. It's a spoiler, but it's not huge. But. So the Scarab was kind of part of this, as if you remember, this like military space force, essentially. That, mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. Uh, but they're they're trying to say it's not an alien technology. It's a magic technology. So they're trying to combine Ted Korb's Scarab, which originally was magic, with Hami's Scarab, which was... But wasn't his originally Ted Korb's? Uh, no, no. And I, I call him Jaime. Uh, yeah, well, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, because I, I think they were. They, I don't think they were directly related, and I, okay. that that was something that was always weird. Because, because yeah, because I, I think Ted found it in the temple, uh-huh. and Jaime's. I forgot where how he got his, but again, his was like alien based, and that was like yeah. the thing would talk to him in this alien language that he didn't understand. And then later we saw like the other blue armored blue beetle things like coming after him from you know space or whatever so yeah i I, yeah i i don't think there was a strong connection between the two and so it was like they're both calling themselves blue beetle but there's it wasn't like a a a full-on legacy thing Mm -hmm. because they had no no connection i could be totally wrong but but for for this and i you know we, we we did see blue beetle in the new 52 um, I and that that was the the series that ended right away, and supposedly there was like editorial problems and all all that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember too much about that series, but this the the good thing is it is you know it's a rebirth and it is setting things up and it, it's showing everything, but it it just felt like it was just reinventing it all again or just you know again backing up showing everything that we've seen already. Yeah, and. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how how the official first issue goes. But I was I was just okay with this. I mean, like like you, I was excited seeing you know Jaime and and Ted together. I thought that could be cool. But Ted actually ended up being a little more annoying. Yeah, because he was kind of more of an Alfred than anything else in this issue. But an Alfred with guns. But and it, and almost like like a, not necessarily a fanboy, but he's like all excited. He's like, oh look at this! Like oh these guys are are attacking you. Oh, that's cool. You might die, but whatever. Oh, you got to skip school. That's all right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Then there's the Flash. Uh, I like this issue better than the last issue. So, because, and it's because some of these speedsters are starting to get their own identity. And they're not just speedsters. So, they all kind of have their own individual powers as well. So, this one really deals with, uh, what's her name? Fast Break. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so I, I really enjoying her, but it's also a lot about how Barry's personal life. He's, he's having a lot of trouble balancing personal life and hero life. So there's also a lot of Wally West in here. The cousin Wally West, not the pre 52 Wally mm-hmm. West. So Josh Williamson is kind of very slowly putting everything together and it's working pretty well, but I think the last issue I was just the last two issues. I just kind of like, meh, but I, I'm, I'm kind of back on board with this one. I really, really like the ending. So, so far, so good. Even though it's been a little bit of a bumpy ride so far, which I feel like I said so far 20 times. Yeah. Um, I, I, for me, the, the, the biggest problem is everyone getting speed powers and just seeing, and obviously it's not going to go well for probably just about all of them. Mm-hmm. So that that's now. I think now we're we're starting to get into the crux of like what the problem's going to be. You know, yeah. Like who is Godspeed? You know what's what's going on? So I'm I'm I, now it's like okay, I'm I'm ready for this. But yeah, because just seeing all these people and then you know some of them like like oh I got to learn how to use this and 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 so forth. So I wasn't really sure how I felt about it. Um, and again. I'm, I still don't like how Barry's like, "Hey, I'm I'm the Flash," and you know, reveals his identity to this, this lady he's known for like five minutes. Yeah, it's like, what is this a TV show? <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> what about Titans number two? Uh, I'm not interested. What? <laughs> it's Wally West. I know, I, but I think because some of this was so pumped up to me, uh, this was pumped up as like this is going to change everything. And what was revealed in that first issue wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. So, so here the, the, the big villain surprise, villain, which I'm actually surprised, you know, I, I totally forgot about this villain. This was a big Wally West villain. I remember when I first started reading the flash that, mm-hmm. you know, you see this guy all the time and I never really cared for him. Uh, but it was weird. It's like, yeah, this, this guy never appeared in the new 52. I was like, you know, that that's weird. But the fact that this guy, and I don't know if it's still a spoiler, so I'm, I'm totally tiptoeing around his name, but he comes from the future. So, you know, you people could probably figure it out if, if whatever, I'm sorry if it's spoiling for you. So what's interesting, like when I interviewed Dan Abnett about this is this guy knows what happens and, you know, to an extent. Mm-hmm. So with, with the timeline, getting messed up from new 52 and the mysterious being from rebirth and all that. So I, I wonder is like, how much does this guy know about all of that since he's from the future and, you know, it, from the future, can you see the change in the timeline? You know, how does that look looking back? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm curious about this. And, and, you know, he's got this big beef with Wally and Wally's not supposed to be there now or something. And, so there, there's stuff going on. But, I mean, this is the, the closest book to dealing with everything from Rebirth and, like, yeah. you know, New 52, the timeline changing and all that. So we have that. What about Wonder Woman? This one was all right for me. I, I've been enjoying this story more than the quote-unquote origin story. And I think probably the problems I'm having with this issue is because of the jumping back and forth every two weeks between these two stories in the same book. I kind of feel a little thrown off. Uh, this is all about <clears throat> Steve Trevor's in trouble, and they're trying to his captors are trying to find out about Wonder Woman. 
Wonder Woman's trying to find her way back to the Mascara with Cheetah. There's a lot going on. Uh, this is a much slower issue than anything else we've seen in this storyline, but it's still good. I'm really enjoying what Greg Rucka is doing. The art in this issue is amazing. Mm-hmm. So the art in both are amazing, not to take anything away from, I believe, who does the one on this one? Is this Liam? Sh- this is Liam Sharp, right? Yeah, and then Nicholas Scott does Nicholas the, Scott's the other one, yeah. Does the, the, the past. Yeah, not, not, not to take anything away from Nicholas Scott because her work is amazing, but yeah. Liam Sharp is killing it. And and that's that's the, the great thing about... Uh, that that's a positive thing I'll say about this. How every other issue is, is switching, that mm-hmm. you know there there are they're they're not identical, so it's it's different enough to stand on their own, but it's not like so drastically different that it's like really weird. Yeah. So I I'm I I think maybe I'm starting to get used to this. I mean it's it's just weird that it's it's like we're we're getting two different Wonder Woman books. Yeah. And so. The flip flopping back and forth, I don't know how that's going to be, but I, I guess it's just like I said, like if we did have two separate books, and you know, one just happens to be year one, and one is in the present, and you're just reading them, you know, twice, two different times a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm just curious when they they collect the trades, how are they going to you know do that? Are they going to yeah. do like the first six issues, or will they do like the Nicola issues and then the Liam issues and as two separate trades? Because Otherwise, I mean, reading that as a, as in a trade is going to be really weird, like flip flopping back and forth. So yeah, so I don't know, but yeah, like like you said, this is a little slower. There's not a whole lot that happens. There's some cool moments, but it's still um, build up. I'm not sure who that lady was at the beginning. Did I miss that? I wasn't sure either because um, she says her name. I'm trying to think if if she's someone from Wonder Woman's past. I I could be forgetting. Did you read Hellblazer? I did. I I love Moritat as an artist. I usually love Simon Oliver. I just don't know if they work incredibly well together or if it's just the facts. Or Moritat's just not that great on with Constantine or it's just I'm not into this story so far. I'm, I'm trying. I love the character. But if I feel like if I love the character and I'm trying to like a book, that means there's something implicitly wrong with it. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. I'm not really sure what's going on in this story where like where it's going i love i love the part where swamp thing appears when john's at the like the, the grocery store mm-hmm. and he pops up in the, in the produce and you see a little little swamp thing head but it's it's like i i mean i thought that part was interesting like the swamp things it you know he's like abby's missing she's gone and i like that they they reference what scott snyder did about um you know, with her going to the rot and all, all that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's great that even though this is rebirth and it's kind of starting things over, they are still keeping new 52 stuff and tying that in. Yeah. And, and I'm cause I so ever since she's been gone and then Charles soul took over and, and swamp thing was so, so good and everything, but he kind of steered away from Abby to let that, that stuff settle. So I've been wondering like, like what has she been up to? What's going on? So it was weird that we get that here. And then once, John helps, you know, Swamp Thing out. Then he goes off on his own thing, and it and there's like some flashbacks. So it's like I'm not really sure where it's going. I it mm-hmm. it's, it has my curiosity, but we'll we'll see. And and, and yeah, I do um, agree that the art doesn't quite fit. I don't I don't have a huge problem with it, but it uh it it seems like the, it should be a little darker 
Yeah. And and this does it almost again that 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 image of Constantine when he sees Swamp Thing. It's it's almost looks like not necessarily cartoony, but fun or you know just it's kind of a little goofy and. So it didn't quite fit with that. So I don't know who I'd want on this, but we'll see. Uh, Hal Jordan, Green Lantern Corps. I totally forgot that I just like, I think I read this. Yeah, I read this. It's, uh, it's I wouldn't say forgettable. It's just there's not a lot. It's a lot of action. There's not. It's Hal versus the Sinestro Corps, and I feel like nothing else really happens. There's not a lot that pushes anything forward here. Yeah, because there's, there's stuff with the Green Lanterns with mm. with. You know, they sent off um, Guy Gardner, like, where's Guy at? And and Hal still hasn't reunited with them. And then, yeah, his, him fighting some, some, some Sinestro Corps. Yeah. And so there's a lot of fighting and it, it was, it was okay. I mean, there, there isn't like anything that really stood out, like any of the fight scenes. Cause you know, I, I like yeah. looking at the fights and, so it was it was just and it was weird because the you know Sinestro Corps took over for the Green Lanterns but they're still they're being a bunch of jerks you know because yeah. again they're they're still spreading their fear so it's like well you, you know you, these people aren't going to embrace you like they sort of embraced the Green Lantern Corps if if all you're doing is saying okay we're here but you have to be afraid of us and yeah. so yeah we'll we'll see where it, where it goes Batgirl I I love this book so far. There's not there's almost no Batgirl in this issue, but it's really building on who Barbara Gordon is. It's more about the character behind the mask than Batgirl herself. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm really enjoying. And plus, Raphael Albuquerque is awesome. Yeah, it's weird. It's great seeing him drawing this book. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's pretty cool, and it you know so she's she's traveling the world and. And doing some MMA fighting, and yeah, and then there's this other dude. So you, you get to see like some personal stuff, and you know, there, there's a little of everything here. So it, it's it's it it is interesting. It's it's got my interest more than I thought, and just seeing more of of who Barbara is, and you know what what she's doing. So, so yeah, I'm I'm digging this so far. <laughs> Six pack. Oh, I didn't even bother with that. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm sorry, but the dog welder character, I got, I got problems with that. When <laughs> you guys carrying puppies and trying to weld them to people somehow, and yeah, and and it's it's, it's still that weird thing because you know they're they're at the bar and like uh, Power Girl and Starfire and Catwoman are there and and they're kind of out of so it's like this weird continuity you know whether it's all in six packs brain his delusions yeah. or whatever and yeah I, i'm i'm surprised i mean if there's demand for this great you know if, if people didn't get enough of, of the last miniseries okay that's fine but it's it's not my thing so for those that love it great teen titans um i don't is this the last issue yeah, I think uh, this I might have been. Read this one. I think this might have been the last issue. Uh, the main thing here, it, I, I think the main thing to, to get away from this, it, it's Tim kind of looking at the Teen Titans and and how how well they're doing, mm-hmm. and that they don't really need him because obviously he's 
moving away from the Teen Titans because he's going to be, you know, he's hanging out with Batman and Damien's going to, for some reason, take over the Teen Titans or different Teen Titans. So I think this was just mainly, you know, closing that up. Yeah. Deathstroke. Eh, it was all right. I'm not a big Deathstroke fan, though. You will be. Once, Maybe. Once the movie comes out. Uh, so this, we, we, we see some of Deathstroke's past again. So that, that's what I like is that, you know, Christopher Priest is reestablishing who Deathstroke is here. And, you know, we see some stuff with Wintergreen and just really building up the, the family aspect, you know, of Deathstroke, his messed up yeah. family with his, his ex-wife who, you know, they, they can bear They can't even stand each other and all that. So, I, I, cause I, I vaguely remember like her from before, like when I first started reading. So it, it's 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 good to see this these little bits sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm actually more intrigued with that part than like the the other stuff, the modern stuff. But yeah. we'll we'll see where it's going. Um, anything else? Wacky Raceland. I didn't even read that. I, yeah, I'm just. It's just it's it's I, I think for me it's it's getting harder and harder seeing how these characters are just so different from the cartoon, which you know, that's to be expected. But it, it's not like Scooby Apocalypse different. It's it's like they're just really getting further and further and it it's almost like they're trying to make you sympathetic for for mm-hmm. Dick Dastardly. Yeah. You know, 'cause and it's almost like, you know, he he's this bad guy, but I don't think he's like you know, he. I think he might be like a good-looking guy. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to sell by the art, and because I'm a dude, and it, you know, there's that. And um, Penelope Pitstop, she's just got like a huge chip on her shoulder. You know, she went through a lot of stuff before this, and you know, it, that's the interesting thing is seeing their past before this cataclysmic event that led to this race for their lives. And yeah, so it, it's 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 weird, but. I'm okay with it being a different interpretation and just seeing like where they're going with this mm-hmm. clean room. So I read that. I don't think I, I think I missed issue 10, but man, this, this book is just, this is, I, I, I really dig this book and I, I feel bad when I, I get behind on it, but it's just, it's, it's kind of twisted. Yeah. It's just dark and weird. And I love the art and I love what Gail's doing with this. So I this is a book I recommend people read you know pick up the trade if if you haven't been reading it because it's just it's just so dark and disturbing at times. Harley's little black book. You read this, right? No. No. So this ha- deals with Harley going to like back in time alternate to like the bombshell world. So if you've been reading the the bombshell digital first comic where um so she she gets transported there and uh the way she gets transported is because she grabs superman's balls okay and which we're gonna see that in the next issue in issue five is where she actually grabs his balls from the fortress of solitude and and his balls they're one of them makes you travel through time. There, I think there's like a red one and a green one. So they're like these kind of like marbles 
with her his balls that she keeps saying, mm-hmm. and so she because she's telling little Tony or Big Tony, whatever his name is, Big yeah, I think it's Big Tony that this is that that happens like next week, but she went back, so she's kind of causing this paradox and. So this is just weird. Uh, what else? Is that it from DC? I believe so. Lu- Lucifer. I didn't get, didn't get to that yet. Duh, did not get to that yet. Red Thorn. I'm behind. Scooby-Doo, where are you? No. Okay, Marvel. Let's see. Where should we start with Marvel? Um, it wasn't like a huge week in comics. Like no. for, for for anyone. And this week's going to be even more so because it's the fifth week or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Captain America was probably the big one, but we talked about that on Supermassive. So if you want some spoilers or thoughts on, on that, listen to, to the Supermassive. I'm, I, again, what, I, what I'll say, I know people are upset about this, I'm I'm not crazy about how the events are, are unfolding, but I'm totally interested to see where Nick Spencer is going to take all this and how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like so outraged, like I quit. I'm going to stop reading comics. It's like no, we'll we'll see what what's what, where they're going to go with this. So there's that. Um, Captain Marvel was okay. I'm. I'm just. I, I realize. I think. And I think someone asked a question about this. It's like all the Civil War stuff. There's just. It's. It's too much. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm so done with it. I think. You know, a lot of it is. It's because it's. It's. It's like okay. Here's a vision. Something crazy is going to happen. Someone's going to die. We need to try to stop it. And and maybe they do, or maybe you know they, that caused something else to happen. So there there's slight variations, but it's it's just kind of the same thing. Or it's like it's like oh, who's going to be on on whose side? And you know, so it's like all right, uh, Deadpool. <laughs> they're calling a civil war tie-in, but it's not that right. has nothing to do with civil war. <laughs> well, some big stuff happens between Deadpool and, and Shikla, his, mm-hmm. his wife. So and the the Mercs, him and the Mercs kind of break up. So there there's developments there. Did you read Drax? No. Come on, man! It's got Fin Fang Foom and Fin Fang. Uh, I don't care. Fin about Fang Drax. Farm. You didn't think the farm was cool looking? I didn't even read it, so I couldn't tell you. Well, you saw in best stuff in comics. Oh yeah, but Fin Fang Foom and overalls and Drax tending the field at some weird space chickens. It's just it, this this comic has been so weird. So when Fin Fang Foom appeared a few issues ago, that he there was these dragon eggs because you know he wanted to keep his species going because there's been like different interpretations of Fin Fang Foom and you know like he's supposed to be the space dragon, but then it's like, well, how was he this mystical dragon that the Mandarin first called forth back in in Iron Man? I did a three minute expert on on Fin Fang Foom, so you can watch that and. I, I don't even remember. I, I, I think I need to watch that again to see exactly what I came up with that. Cause there was also the, the story where he was a, a sushi chef in New York city. Mm-hmm. So somehow he, he shrank down a little bit. So, 
uh, the the eggs didn't hatch or something like that. So Fin Fang Foon was sad. So that's why he goes off and he's just like, I'm going to be a farmer in this whatever planet. Terex, the former Herald Galactus, he's like, all right, I'll hang out with you and you know live this life of peace. But then one of the, the eggs did hatch and it's kind of attached itself to Drax. So that's where this issue goes off because Fin Fang Foom is able to hear this dragon. So he's like, I need to get to this dragon before it attaches to something else because if it's exposed to just tons of violence, it's going to become this violent being and it's hanging out with Drax. So there's a lot of violence. But then there's these other space dragons that want the dragon for itself too. So a lot of, lot of dragons. If you, so if you like Fin Fang Foom, you want to check that out. If you like saying Fin Fang Foom. Extraordinary X-Men. This was all right. It, the, the problem I'm having with it is the fact that you had to have read all of Apocalypse Wars to really understand what's going on. Yeah, and we have a big shift in art. Yeah, which was a little hard to get used to at, at first. You know, it, it's it's not bad, but it's just it's so different. Uh, just the, the the way the characters look. So you have that. It's like, it's like yeah, they need to figure out. Okay, we we have Apocalypse. What can we do with them? You know, where's Colossus at? What where? How can we help them? So yeah, there's a, a, a lot of that that you really need to know what, what was going on. But if you have been, it's like, okay. International Iron Man. Nope. You didn't read this? No. It's about Tony Stark's parents. Yeah. It's huge. To find out like who his parents are. Well, I, I don't want to spoil it then. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious where this is going to go and what they're going to do with this. And... It's one of those things. I, I I know this is. It's been at least two or three years since they first revealed that you know he wasn't Howard and Maria's kid. I don't know. I, that still kind of bothers me. It's like I don't know why they they do things like this. It's like let's completely change the character, and you know if, if there's like a really great cool reason, okay. Um, so where they're going with this? It's interesting, but I don't see how so far, and again, maybe I just need to wait. I don't really see how this is going to be like so much better than being Howard Stark's kid. And, you know, with Howard Stark being involved with S.H.I.E.L.D. and all everything he's done or whatever. So, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to see how this plays out. So this, this was a, a, an interesting issue because it, it's all just like flashback. So it's like, yeah. you know, seeing who his mom is and then. I guess when she meets his dad. So, yeah. So if you're curious, definitely check that out. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's yeah. Again, it's it's okay. Um, I don't think I read New Avengers. I think I just kind of skimmed through it. So, this book, I I for me, I just, I'm not a big Bobby DaCosta fan. Sunspot. Yeah. So we're still having that, and even though Moonstone's in here, so I'm waiting for what? Are, what is it? The, the what's the other Avengers book? U.S. Avengers, USA, U.S. Avengers, U.S. Avengers, USA Avengers, USA, yeah. USA Avengers. What, how are you supposed to say it? I just say U.S. Avengers. Didn't someone tell you? No, you got to say it differently. Oh, whatever. I'll say it however I want. Like U.S. Agent, USA Avengers, USA Avengers. Uh, Patsy Walker. I, I, I enjoy this book. This book is just it's it's kind of wacky. It's it's light, um, lighthearted. Um, it's it's just kind of goofy. 
So I, I'm I'm enjoying it. it it's it's weird because when you think of you know Hellcat and like her ties to the Damon Hellstrom who appears in this issue and you know you think it's like oh it's gonna be a little darker and everything but I, I like how it's it's just it's lighter in tone like that you know give me something a little different Star Wars um I think this was just okay for me. Yeah, I'm not. I've lost interest in, the, in this particular issue. Maybe because of the art. I don't know. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, because I, I just remember when the books came out. I mean, they're so good. But this one, this was okay. And yeah, like it, it wasn't like overly memorable for me. Yeah, this particular one. A lot of a lot of flying in space, which is fine. It's what you expect. But there's that. I didn't even look at uh, Force Awakens adaptation. Adaptation. It's like I it, again, it I'd be into it if if there was more fleshed out, but mm-hmm. from from looking at the first issue, it seemed like it was just straight from the movie, like nothing really was added. Maybe there's more added since I don't I don't think I looked at the second issue, but <coughs> yeah, unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Uh, Didn't read this either. This was 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 interesting. Um, uh. One thing is there's there's different art in here. It was um, what's his, name? his first name? Um, Jacob Shabbat, who he's. I'm trying to think of what he's done before. He did something like I'm trying to think like Skullboy or some some something. Anyways, so there's there's different art. I know art's been a, a concern with some people, but whatever. So. It it looks it's very crisp and clean. I, I I like the art here, and you know it opens up where <laughs> where you know Doreen's in a diner and she sees like classic Doc Ock like walking outside. So it's like Doc Ock in a green and orange like jumpsuit, the bowl cut haircut, and and then they just start fighting, and it's it just it's really weird and goofy. And then what it turns out, spoiler, it's because Nightmare, he's like messing around with her in her dreams. So you get all, all this weird stuff happening. And then, um, you saw that panel with count Nefaria. Mm-hmm. And then, so he challenged her, her to counting. And then it goes into like binary numbers. So if you know about, about binary numbers, and even if you look at the cover, like they, you know, the way 11 is written, it's written in binary. Mm-hmm. So, so you can actually learn some things from this comic. So there's a lot of that. So it, it was a fun issue. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, Uncanny and Humans Annual. I don't don't think I read this one. Yeah, I didn't even look at this. Or did I? No, I don't think I did. I don't remember. Uh, no, I, I, I can't keep track if I read that or if it was regular Inhumans last week. Venom Space Knight. You like this book, don't you? Yeah, I did read this. This is a, <clears throat> a battle between Venom... And Spider-Man, it supposedly ties into Civil War. I don't remember how, which please stop putting the Civil War stuff on everything. It's a, it's a it's a fun issue. I really kind of enjoyed just seeing the two fight each other. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Just a fun book. Yeah, and it, it's weird because, you know, Venom's been going through some things and Flash is trying to, because, you know, he's he's trying to stick up for Venom. And, yeah. you know, because he, he's not quite like Agent Venom as he was before. You know, he's trying to get a hold of mm-hmm. things and so yeah i i don't know where 
where they're going to go with Venom. Like how long? I hope Flash sticks around as Venom. Yeah. Um, Archie came out this week. You reading this or no? You give up? No. No. Okay, so this there is it was a Battle of the Bands issue. So Siri. So Siri's popping up. Oh, I'm, she just turned off. She was saying something. <laughs> and um, yeah. So the way things are going in the comic is is Archie's with Veronica. You know, he used to he was dating Betty before. They're have kind of separated. Um, so they got a band going. So then Betty wants to do a band and there's all this stuff and it's, it's a good issue. I, I know it has a horrible description and build up, but, but it, it was, it, it's good. I, I enjoy it. Uh, what else was there? Uh, snack girl. Number two came out. So this is a, this is an interesting book. Um, it's from from Brian Lee O'Malley. He 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 wrote it, and so Snack Girl, she's this fashion blogger, and she has like severe allergies, which she tries to keep in check. But uh, let's see, I don't know how much I, I should give away. I mean, basically, she she meets this like other like up and coming blogger, and then she kind of makes this friend because you know she didn't really have a lot of like close friends. And then something happens to the one friend, and then maybe it didn't happen. And she's like, "Did I do something to this person?" And then so there, there's this like weird things like, "What really is going on?" So, but again, horrible description. <laughs> but I, I'm 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 digging it. Um, you're not current on? Are you current on you? Or is you I current? only read and trade. Okay, because I I flipped through this, and I I'm so behind. I got like. St- issues like all over the place i should stop buying the issues but it's ending soon so no point in stop buying the issues right so yeah i, I kind of flipped through this and i was just like wow i really have no idea i need to get caught up on that um trying to think what else i i went th- i flipped through um renato jones and one percent this is just a, a weird weird story so there's that scrari um People should check that Karari Andrews. So it's just, yeah. And what else was there? Sorry. Um, I read Conan the Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. So it's just a lot of a lot of slaying. Is it Conan the Slayer? Yeah, Conan the Slayer. Um, weird Detective is is still weird. Oh, King Kingsway West. I read that. That was um it was okay. It's it's Greg Pak. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really quite sure what I think of that, but I, I'm definitely it's it's got me hooked so far. Anything else? I realize I, I haven't read of. Rom came out, round number two. I haven't read one yet. And I think that is it. We kinda went through the comics quickly. Mm-hmm. But there also there wasn't a whole lot of comics. We didn't have a lot of news. What's interesting, I'm, I'm looking through the, the list of releases now. There's a Pink Panther comic. I don't know if you ever watched Pink Panther. No. Um, I'm trying to see who puts this out. Because I, I noticed this last time it came out. I haven't actually seen the comic. And uh, So Derek Ferdolf's one of the writers. But yeah, I don't know. 
Oh, American Mythology Productions. So I haven't even heard of them. But I know that there is a Pink Panther cartoon now on YouTube that they just relaunched it. So you weren't a Pink Panther fan? No. Wow. My, even my daughter loves Pink Panther. I enjoyed it. I guess that's it. That's it for the comics. We did it. Most of it, yeah. I mean, there's other stuff, but... All right. We, I don't think there's a lot of questions because we did questions last week. I know... Let's see. I did get one or maybe two. Let's see. All right, so we have one question from Ryan Douglas. He says, actually, I should look at the forums, too. Um, Ryan says, I've been listening for the past few years and look forward to any time you release an episode. Yeah, this is two days ago. Okay, I didn't read this one. My question is, what are your thoughts on Marvel constantly launching main events? After Secret Wars, I was excited for what was to come. I feel Civil War II takes away from other stories. It's just so soon after Secret Wars, it feels... Or it feels like I've only been buying Marvel books that aren't tied in lately. Vision, Black Panther, Howard Duck are my favorite. Um, but Secret Wars was last summer, right? Yeah. Because, well, it was last fall into last summer. Yeah, because or two falls ago. Sorry. Because the uh, the all new, all different, all that, that stuff that started like around October. Yeah. So it's been almost a year. So it's. It feels like it's right away, but it's not too close. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. And you know, we, we already mentioned what we you know said about Civil War. I I'm I'm interested in, in the main series and, and obviously issue five has been delayed a little bit. It was supposed to come out, I think, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious where that's gonna go. All of these other books, yeah, I I'm like, eh, you know, some of them are all right. I, I do like that. You know, books like Spider-Man and X-Men have their own Civil War books rather mm-hmm. than than the Civil War story, like, interrupting something there. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, I, you know, I, I guess that just makes sense because it's such a big part. And same thing with Iron Man. I'm not really sure how, how that's going to affect things there. But, but yeah, it's it, – it is it is a bit much. So, I don't know. And I'm trying. Have we had anything else? Has there been anything bes- before Civil War? There's got to be, right? Or is it just small things? I mean, we had the Apocalypse Wars, which that was just in the X Men books. Yeah, it's been a bunch of tiny stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't say that it's that much stuff going on, but I feel like it's nonstop. Like it just it as soon as the last one's over, it goes into the next one. But it it hasn't been nonstop. I mean, or, or. there was something was there. God, I'm trying to think though. There was, so, I felt like there was something right before Secret War, even though I th- said it was small stuff. Because what happened like in October, November, December of the past year? Yeah, because that that's last when, year that was Secret Wars. No, that that's when all, all the new books started. Oh well, that still feels like a stupid event in its own. So I mean, the the books you know started out and everything. I thought the question was going to be like how we feel about books being relaunched and all that. And I'm just like, whatever with about that now, you know, we, we've talked about that so many times. So I'm looking at the forums and I don't remember the last questions that we, we've talked about like Poncho. He, he brings up stuff going on with Scott Summers and Steve Rogers. 
mm-hmm. and how like there, there's such huge changes. Um, should a character's history be changed to such a point where they are not even the same character? If so, then why not use a different character? Old Man Logan is a great example of keeping original character intact, but also telling great stories that you could not otherwise with the original. I know it's way early to judge. Um, I think actually, I think we we talked about this before. I mean, it, it's just such a weird thing where you look at Cyclops and Cap. You know, those are a great example how the characters have been changed so much. But you know, at, at the same point, do you want do you want to see publishers and writers taking a chance, doing something different, or just doing the same thing over and over again? I think they're the the people that are most vocal about stuff like this would rather just see comics stay boring and the same forever. That's what I feel like every time anything gets changed and I see you should, it's not a large segment, but that segment that flips out the one that's the most vocal, I feel like they'd be fine if they were reading seventies Avengers for the rest of their life. Oh no, there's a bad guy. Oh no, we got him. Yay. We win. Nothing ever changes. I mean, I'm trying to think like when I first started reading, like I remember like the Spider-Man's like I, I was reading, I got like all the backup issues or back issues and, the Marvel tale, the reprints, and was just reading everything. So a lot of those were pretty much the same. You know, nothing huge happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't. You know, yeah, you had little things. You know, Gwen Stacy dying, or you know, things like that, and then um, the costume change and stuff like that. But for a large part, you look at a lot of these characters. They did pretty much have the same thing. They the stories month after month were good, and and you know maybe that is more of a challenge. In trying to come up with new, you know, new stories that are along the same lines versus totally shaking things up. And I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I would love to see Captain America still doing, you know, being normal. But at the same time, you know, I, I'm curious where this is going to go. This isn't what I want from Captain America, but I'm interested to see how this is all going to get resolved. But at the same point, if it was just Captain America, oh, he's back, he's young, he's got the shield again, he's fighting bad guys, and you know, people wouldn't really take a notice. Now, you know, people are talking about it, whether they're you know happy or outraged. So it's it's just a way to spice things up, I guess. Yeah. So, um, I think that's about it. Let's see, KG Phil zero one. This is from a while ago. He says he's been listening to podcasts for about a year. He loves it. He gets gets them through his Monday through Tuesday mornings in the office. Question is more of asking recommendations, actual, actual question. I don't remember if we did this one. He loves over-the-top comedic action-type stories. Some of his favorites have been I Hate Fairyland, Grizzly Shark, Three Floyds, Alpha King. You guys have titles and trades or current issues that would be somewhat similar. So over-the-top comedic action I feel like we just did this question. We may have. I mean, this is from a while ago, but I, I feel like I haven't touched the forums in a while and they haven't really been updated. I'm, I'm almost positive. We did this exact same question. It's a possible. Month ago. It's, it could be. I don't know if we've been current. I don't remember what we said back then. Besides, I said, I probably said something comedic action. I don't really have an answer aside from invincible. But that's not even very comedic. I mean, there's the fix. It's not a huge action, but it's it's got the comedic. I mean, there's some ac- lower tame action, and Tokyo Ghost has actions. <laughs> there's not really comedy in there though. 
Yeah, maybe we did do this one. So go back and listen. Um, and I don't know if we did this D9000. Uh, he read an article saying a 5.5 out of 10 rated issue of Action Comics number one was sold at auction for $956,000. That sound familiar? Mm-hmm. If you had this much disposable income, would you spend it on a million dollar comic books? Or do you find that a bit silly? Hell no. What, you wouldn't buy a comic? No. It's an investment. It's an investment that probably won't go up except with inflation. Uh, maybe. But still. Those books are about as, pr- are, are relatively as close to, they're not going to go up in, in price. I mean. Well, once it hits that 100 year mark. It doesn't matter. The only reason those books are worth money is because during World War II, we had uh, drives for uh essentially recycling, recycling paper and people were donating comics to people who were in the overseas and also using the paper. So the reason that those books are so expensive is because there's barely any of them around. There's like what, 10 copies of that around that we know about, maybe even less out of the hundreds of thousands. Well, I, I'm judging. <laughs> I don't I actually don't know how many pr- were printed, but out of the thousands upon thousands that were printed. Yeah. But, but still, I mean, either way you look at it, it's, it's it's a rare piece, you know, if you're looking at the original first printing and, you know, there's how many copies are in existence now. I th- I want to say off the top of my head, I think it's seven. And and that's why like a 5.5 can go for, you know, $956,000 because, you know, it's it's just, it's going to be impossible. Have <laughs> you ever, the, go ahead. I was going to say, the, but the only, the only way you'd want to invest in something like that is if you're getting it for a steal. Like if you find it at someone's garage sale, yeah. Because I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend a million dollars on a comic like that because the only way it's going to go up is through inflation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but never know. Maybe people, you know, once they like, like, wow, Man of Steel is a great movie. I want to read the first comic. <laughs> Says no one. <laughs> go knock the movie, man. People like it. Yeah, good for them. <laughs> Um, and then D nine thousand says, "Have you ever read the issue or held an original copy of it?" I've not held original. I think like DC Comics has one in their vault at their office. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've never read the original or held original. Um, I've read. You know, it, it's been re- reprinted so many times. So it's 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 very it's very fun to read because it's just so different. That's not Superman we're used to. So that is it. Uh, this is a shorter podcast because that we went through everything, and we're not, don't no point in us rambling on. Got other things to do. So if you have questions, podcast at comicvine.com. Um, this weekend is going to be interesting because it's it's a holiday in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure what we're going to do about that. But we may, may have a skip week on both. We'll see if we can squeeze one podcast in. I'm not going to guarantee anything right now. I'll tell you that. We, but, we may be able to do Monday's podcast on Friday, but that's sausage making yeah, talk. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, maybe not. I get some things to say about that. Um, okay. We'll talk <laughs> in just a bit. So thanks for listening. Make sure you know, check out all our stuff. You know, look at our stuff on, on GameSpot.com. If you're not into video games, go to the entertainment page because Matt and I hang out there a lot. And find out what television shows and movies we're excited about coming out soon. That's what we're doing this week. That's what you're doing this week. That's what I'm doing. And wrestling. Yeah, I won't be there. <laughs> Tony so, will not be a part of the wrestling. 
So that is a podcast. Thanks for listening. And you know what? I don't hmm. have the music queued up because I know. Oh, oh, that thing that you never have queued up every week. <laughs> yeah, there's just too many things going on. And yeah, this this when I came in here, I was like, "Is the computer even going to work?" Because it like wasn't even turned on. So I'm gonna have to like sneak out of here and run for the elevator or run for the stairs, actually, so no you one should. sees me. sound coming from something according to Skype. Uh-huh. Skype just said high sound is coming from something. High sound. Ah! High sound. High sound. <laughs>